Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with November 16th and 17th, 1911, Part 1, pages 99 through 101. November 16th, 1911. With Father Moser, I went to the sacred congregation for religious. On the way over, he took me to a religious article shop where I spent 30 francs on some things that we needed. I could not take care of my business at the congregation for religious because its weekly meeting was in session. After lunch, I went to see Monsignor Sapieja, but did not find him at home and left my calling card. Then I went to the Via del Olmata, 16, to pay a visit to the Countess Ledehovska, hoping to find her sister Ursula there, a religious who worked in St. Petersburg. I rang, but nobody answered the door. Later, I learned that Sister Ursula had already left and that I did not stop to visit the Countess again. And so I did not stop to visit the Countess again. In my free time, I visited the churches and prayed. I had prepared a report for the Sacred Congregation for Religious and some other documents, and now I reconsidered my ideas and rephrased them better. November 17, 1911. Again, I went to the Sacred Congregation for Religious and was admitted to the assistant who dealt with cases pertaining to religious men, Monsignor Caroli. I explained the situation of our congregation. One, I had resigned my position as professor and inspector at the Academy of St. Petersburg and had gone to live in Freiburg, Switzerland. The reason, it had become clear that it was impossible to conduct a larger novitiate in St. Petersburg or in Russia generally, for this immediately attracted the attention of the civil authorities, especially if some of the candidates were priests. At Freiburg, there were many priests and seminarians who had come to study at the university, even from Russia. Thus, we could conceal ourselves more easily there, using the university as cover. So far, the Russian government does not look askance at the University of Freiburg, although it hates Innsbruck and is afraid of Rome. That is why I think we will be able to educate ourselves spiritually and intellectually in Freiburg much more easily and freely than go back to Russia and then go back to Russia to take up our work there without any difficulty as I already discussed this matter with some of the bishops. Two, I also explained that for the time being, I had to act as novice master, although this is not strictly according to our constitutions, but our number is small, only three professed, with ten in the novitiate, and many more wanting to enter. I acquired what was to be done in the following case. The bishops of Russia gladly give verbal assent to those candidates who wish to join us, but they are afraid to give it in writing, lest the government should find out and punish them. Is verbal assent sufficient in such cases? 4. What must be done about bishops who impede and detain candidates wanting to enter our congregation? He answered that we must be patient and try to persuade them courteously and quietly. We should not appeal to the sacred congregation. Then I added that I hope the bishops, when they see our work, will be more flexible and conform to canon law more readily. 5. I asked whether the Congregation for Religious readily granted dispensations for those who wished to enter our community but were 36 years of age or older. 
He replied that in some cases such dispensations were granted, but each case was considered individually. 6. I, I inquired where I must go to obtain certain faculties and spiritual privileges for our congregation. He replied, to the congregation of the Holy Office. 7. I brought up the case of Bisauskas and Indrulis. He answered that if the bishop has appealed to the sacred congregation, he must wait for its reply. If the reply is negative, then they may enter our community. Blessed George writes of going to see Monsignor Sapieja, but not finding him at home. We'll meet him soon in this narrative, and we will, we will learn that he has a very important role to play, eventually, in the vocation of St. John Paul II. Blessed George here mentions going to see Countess Ledochowska, Maria Teresa. She comes from a noble Polish family. Her brother was the superior general of the Jesuits, and he advised Blessed George on uh, the religious life. Uh, Maria Teresa herself founded the Mission Society of St. Peter Claver, which prepared sisters for the missions in Africa, and she was beatified uh, in 1975. Blessed George was beatified in 1987. Her sister Ursula, or Ursula uh, founded the Ursuline Sisters of the Sacred Heart of Jesus in Agony, she was canonized in 2003, so it's quite a family. I often say Mass for those sisters in Rome. Blessed George writes of spending some, ta some of his free time visiting churches and praying while he is in Rome. There are around 900 churches in Rome, so he had plenty of places to choose from. At the Vatican, Blessed George goes to the office dedicated to the Congregation for the Religious Life and he explains to them the situation with the congregation, how dangerous it is to be living the religious life in Russia at the time, and why there is a need to move to Switzerland to find more religious freedom. There were still spies looking for clandestine communities, uh, even in Switzerland, so they couldn't uh, live completely in the open, but it would be better than in St. Petersburg. And Blessed George, uh, as he writes here, it's clear that he doesn't want to abandon Russia. Uh, once the priests are formed, they can go back and do pastoral work in Russia, even if they can't live the religious life in community openly. And Blessed George was both superior general and mass, novice master at the time, the one who teaches the novices before they make their first vows. Normally, these offices would not be combined, but they didn't yet have others who could serve as novice master in the newly renovated community. But there are 10 novices in the novitiate and uh, many more who want to enter. So that's very impressive. And we can see the charismatic um, uh, appeal of Blessed George, how he was able to very quickly attract so many men to the uh, renewed community. And Blessed George writes of the dilemma of accepting candidates. The Tsarist government forbade religious communities from accepting candidates, but it was done clandestinely by people in the church but the bishops didn't want to put it in writing for fear of being arrested. So they have to clarify that with the uh, Vatican. It reminds us of the early church, uh, the early Christians in Rome who lived during the time of persecution under the Roman Empire, but they continued to practice their faith. Need a miracle? 
Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.